Welcome to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. The My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is your local source for the latest news and information on fishing Cape Cod. Now, here's your host, Kevin Collins. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast here on MyFishingCapeCod.com. I'm your host, Kevin Collins, back at you with a pre-Thanksgiving edition of the podcast. We are taping this on Wednesday, the day before Turkey Day, so I'm sure this will go up either later tonight or Ryan will post it first thing tomorrow. So let me be, hopefully, one of the first to wish everybody a very happy Thanksgiving. It's certainly one of my favorite holidays filled with family, friends, great food, and of course, some football, which I love. That's near and dear to my heart. And our local team here, the Patriots, will play Thanksgiving Eve, which is kind of a rarity here. So certainly a great holiday for everybody, and I am very jazzed up about it. Cannot wait for tomorrow. But before we bring on the turkey and the trimmings, we've got a great podcast here in store for you. We've got three awesome guests that are set to join me here on the phone in a few short minutes. We're going to be led off by MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. We're then going to be joined by our good buddy Sam Mullen from down behind the counter at the beautiful and lovely Goose Hummock in Orleans, Massachusetts. And last but not least, we will be joined by Bruno Demir of Cape and Islands Mitsubishi, who is in transit today and going to be joining us via his car phone as he heads up to lovely New Hampshire for his Thanksgiving holiday. So an action-packed podcast as usual in store for you today. Let's get right to it. Well, as usual, up first on this edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is none other than MFCC founder and creator Ryan Collins. Ryan, how are you doing on this beautiful Cape Cod Wednesday? Doing terrific, Kevin. Looking forward to Thanksgiving tomorrow. Happy Thanksgiving to all the listeners. As always, I appreciate you guys tuning in all season long. And right now, Kevin, you are correct. It is just spectacular. Nice and calm, sunny day. Yeah, calm, sunny day. And as we tape here, uh, back home here in the the southern part of Plymouth, Ryan, I'm looking out over Cape Cod Bay, and I see, I'd say, about 12 to 15 boats a mile or so offshore taking advantage of this beautiful weather. So certainly... Still plenty of people kind of poking around and poking about this time of year. Oh, definitely, especially in your area, America's hometown. I know they just had a huge parade last week, tens of thousands of people. So you're you're rating the heat of it where you're recording from today. Now, we haven't spoken in a couple of weeks. Uh, what's the last time you've got out on the water yourself? I've done a little freshwater fishing recently, but... Salt water. I got out on the kayak on November 16th to check out some inshore tog fishing spots. And I found plenty of tog, Kevin. Got a whole bunch up to 15 inches, which is one inch shy of keeper size. And while I was out there, I saw Josh Schiff. I saw another MFCC Instagram fan. And they all reported the same thing. Lots of bites, lots of action with Tautog in close to shore, but no keepers, all 15 inches. And we were down in the Falmouth area. So I don't know, Kevin, maybe those bigger fish have moved out a little deeper by now. I was talking with Captain Jason Kobe, who runs Tautog charters throughout the fall, and he told me that this time of the year, if you want to go after some, you know, solid Tautog, you got to get out into 50 to 80 feet of water 
And then as December progresses, they actually move out to 110, 120 feet of water. And I know Jason does most of his fishing down in the southern Buzzards Bay, Westport area. But those tips can be, I think, applied to Tautog fishing in the upper Buzzards Bay, Vineyard Sound area as well. So that's my most recent saltwater experience. Freshwater, Kevin, been really great. I got a huge pickerel recently, probably the biggest pickerel I've caught in a long time over in Mashpee. If you want to catch a huge pickerel, you're going to want to go to those shallower ponds. You know, on the podcast, Kevin, we talk a lot about trout fishing, the kettle ponds that are really deep in the middle. But the pickerel prefer those shallower, weedier ponds on Cape. And we have some monster pickerel. We really do. And also some really big bass. I saw Robbie Sturtevant, if I got his last name pronounced correctly there. He caught a monster largemouth recently. He posted it in the forum. And I'm seeing lots of other guys in the forum catching uh, trout as well. So saltwater's winding down, Kevin, but freshwater's picking up. Now, in terms of salt water here, it's the time of year where a lot of the fish that remain in Cape Cod Bay will start to head into the, the estuaries, and some of these fish will hold over. Uh, something that you've done for quite a few years now is, is target some of these fish on, on nicer days uh, during the winter when maybe it isn't so harsh outside. Um, are there still fish kind of roaming around Cape Cod Bay that you're hearing of, or have they all kind of made their way, you think, back into the estuaries? Interesting that you're mentioning Cape Cod Bay because this past week I went down to the Sandwich Beaches and I saw birds working offshore. And my dad texted me one day, called me another day, saying that he saw birds working and swirls in within casting range, you know, along the same general area especially towards the east end of the canal. Most recent time I saw birds in that area was about four days ago, so I don't know if it's still, you know, a thing. And I wasn't fishing, so I'm assuming there were some schoolies there. I know Jim Kelly five days ago got some fish, some schoolie fish in the canal. He posted that in the forum. I know Mike Marcus has been prowling the Barnstable beaches, and five days ago in the forum he posted some pretty quality stripers that he caught i think he got like four or five so to answer your question kevin yes i do believe there's still stripers around if you want to go and give it a shot this thanksgiving day weekend i do think you have a chance that you know the water is still warmer than it's typically at this time of the year it seems like fish are sticking around longer and you mentioned the holdover fish kevin and it's not just cape cod bay There's estuaries all throughout the south side and the lower Cape where some of these stripers have got to go into those estuaries and hang out for the next several months and wait for springtime. So even if you don't want to trek way back into the estuaries, fishing beaches that are near an estuary can be a good year because, or a good year, can be a good idea this time of year because there's going to be some stripers around that could potentially hold over and they're not going all the way back in the estuary yet they're coming out feeding along the beaches there feeding along the inlet and then once it gets real cold they'll push way back into the marsh now as we get into the late fall you know the winter season uh, we start to kind of turn our eyes toward mfcc tv i know you spend a ton of time 
uh, editing the show, putting the shows together. Can you give us an update on where we are with that? Yes, it does take a lot of time putting them together, but I've always loved working with Final Cut Pro, which is the editing program I use. And it's a nice winter activity when it's snowing out and really crummy weather. I like being inside, looking at the videos from this past season, reminiscing. So, yes, we're going to have season six of My Fishing Cape Cod TV starting Saturday, February 25th at 9.30 a.m. I'm putting together episodes right now. Today I was actually working on a shore fishing for Tautog episode and a haddock fishing episode. And I've got a whole bunch of other stuff, obviously, from this past season that I can't wait to you know, get my hands into and start editing. And just if anybody's listening, you know, if there's a way that I can help you get your Cape Cod-based business or fishing business noticed by the masses, you know, I this TV show is a great opportunity for me to help you out with that. So if you have a small business or a large business, whatever, um, feel free to reach out and maybe I could, you know, include some information about your business in this upcoming season because I'm, I'm happy to do that. It's a great opportunity for me to reach a lot of people, but it could also be a good opportunity for some of the listeners here to reach a lot of people too. And the best way to get in touch with you about that, Ryan, I'm guessing is just drop you an email, ryan at myfishingcapecod.com. That's perfectly fine. You could hit me up on Instagram now that we have the Instagram account back. But yeah, email is probably best, ryan at myfishingcapecod.com. And also looking at the website, I know we just spoke about the freshwater fishing opportunities here on Cape throughout the fall and winter months as saltwater kind of, you know, quiets down. Uh, Some of those threads about freshwater have come back to life recently. They really have. They absolutely have. The Trout Time 2022 thread is always a ton of fun to watch. I know that some of the guys in there, Sean Lawrence, uh, a few of the other guys are going out at night and catching Very nice brown trout on lures, topwater lures too. So there's all sorts of cool fishing you can do. And the folks in the forum, they're great at sharing their adventures. And I've learned a lot. Another thing that some folks I know will be doing this December is trying for mackerel down at the canal. So hopefully we'll see some posts about that. And uh, yeah, it's just a lot of fun following along. I really appreciate all those updates. Yeah. You mentioned tomorrow is the Thanksgiving holiday. Before I let you go, what will you and your lovely wife, Lauren, be doing for Thanksgiving? We're going to head over to my mom and dad's. My sister from New York City is going to be home. And we're going to have some of my uncles and aunts from my mom's side, not your side, Kevin. It'll be a good time with my mom's side of the family, and hopefully I'll see you guys soon as well. Well, that sounds like a, a nice family day for tomorrow, and we want to wish everybody you know that not only listens to the podcast here religiously, but we, we've had a lot of new members this year, Ryan, which we're very fortunate to welcome them into our community of folks here, and there's just so many people that either through the podcast or through the forum, uh, you know, through the website, interact with you and I, you know, so frequently, and we are thankful for all of them and, and their listenership and their loyalty to uh, the little community that you've worked so hard to build here on Cape Cod. So I know uh, we just want to wish everybody a very happy and healthy, safe Thanksgiving, and hopefully the weather stays this nice. Absolutely. I hope you're able to get outside, do some fishing, and thank you, Kevin, and as always, tight lines, and take care.
Well, next up on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our good buddy Sam Mullen from down behind the counter at the beautiful Goose Hummock Shop in lovely Orleans, Massachusetts. And Sam, it is a beautiful day before Thanksgiving. It really is, and it, uh, tomorrow looks great, too, to do some fishing for Thanksgiving, and uh, I'm excited to uh, sell some stuff for the COVID-19 sale for Black Friday. It'll be nice. Let's talk about the sale first, because that, that kind of has piqued my interest. Can you give us some of the specifics? Is it currently ongoing yeah. now, or is it just Black Friday? Nope. it's uh, It's been going on this week, and it'll be going until next Monday, and the best thing is everything in the store is 19% off, even big game reels and everything, all the way up to 130s or... Any kind of thing you want, van stall, it's uh, in the store and online till next Monday. So on themightyfish.com, it's the same deal as if you were in store? Yep, and you just type in COVID-19 and you're good to go. Awesome, and then uh, for updated hours, Sam, I know with the holiday, you know, things get kind of uh, shuffled around. I'm assuming you guys are closed tomorrow? Oh, yes, of course we're closed tomorrow, yeah, but online is still kicking. So if you want to make an order while you're uh, watching a football game or eating some turkey, you might as well... uh, Get on there and buy some stuff. And for you guys today, do you guys shut down early today, or what are the hours today and say, uh, Black yeah, Friday? We're going to cut out of here at, like, 4 o'clock today. Okay. Yeah. And Black Friday, how about, uh, what are you guys looking at for Black Friday? We're going to do uh, 9 to 5.30 on, on Friday. Perfect. Yep. Just want to give people yep. the, the updated hours as they get a little wonky here sometimes in the in the off-season, off-peak months. Um, let's course. Let's get into the fishing a little bit, Sam. Uh, let's talk a little bit about tuna, something that I did a little bit before I recently uh, got away from the Cape for a couple of weeks here, but we were really experiencing a, a strong, uh, you know, wrecked tuna bite. Uh, can you give me a little bit re- of a report on that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, a lot of fish have been just uh, east of Chatham and, uh, you know, right around Crab Ledge, but then they, they're, they're due east of Crab Ledge and uh, either due east or door- northeast, you know, and then uh, maybe a little bit closer to the lanes, and they're definitely all on small bait. Um, the fish that we cut open had a ton of butterfish in it and it did have some tinker mackerel. Uh, we got our bite on a siren and that was like pretty much like a tinker mackerel pattern. And then, uh, we had a few, uh, chases with some Dorado sliders and all that kind of stuff. It's definitely casting at this point. No sure. more bars. Uh, they're definitely can, you know, keyed in on some small baits. Yeah. So it's a, uh, a little bit of a run and gun bite and it sounds like, you know, casting only, um, so that's great intel. I think one thing that's also interesting to note is that I think uh, some of these, you know, small butterfish that they're on up top. I think there's also some like larger mackerel down the bottom because we yeah. kind of switched our focus to cod a little bit, and I was bouncing a jig down like 200 feet, uh, you know, down, and and I got a couple of decent mackerel, you know, by accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we were just messing around throwing some throwing some medals and stuff and, uh, you know, just trying to throw, like, butterfish invitations, and we were having mackerel come up and whack it, so. Uh, what else has been going on, Sam? I know the striper fishery is kind of winding down. Uh, anything else interesting going on saltwater-wise? Yeah, stripers, you know, beach-wise, I mean, you might be able to get some up, like, on the south side, like, a Tuit area, mm. all the way to, like, Woods Hole. Uh, and then all the way up in the creeks this time of year is my favorite thing to do. That's what I love to do is, uh, you know, use eels or... Um, you know, any kind of like soft plastics, like, you know, finesse fishing and, uh, you can still get some small keepers and stuff like that, which is fun on some really, really light gear, um, before they either flush out or they stay in for the, for the, uh, for the winter. Um, and then, uh, for, yeah, uh, maybe some tog potentially in Buzzards Bay, but I mean, 
for the most part, I think they're really starting to get into some deeper water with some cold attempts coming up in what's been past week. Yeah, talking a little bit about the striper fishery, I know it's something I chatted with Ryan about off the top of the show. The you know these fish that do hang around a little longer, they're looking to get back in those estuarial type grounds. Um, food in there certainly, and the water temperature uh, might stay a little bit warmer, a little bit you know protected from the elements. Um, t- can you give us a couple of pointers, uh, if you're looking to get out, right. And still target striped bass, uh, here late November on a nice day like today, that's say pretty mild, uh, what's generally worked. You said live eels is something that you, you would use. Yeah, I like, uh, if you can get your hands on a live eels, either some, some tackle shops still have them. I mean, uh, we don't, we have a few left over, but, uh, or you can still trap them. And then, uh, I actually like using, uh, creek chubs a lot too. Hmm. And because um, that's pretty much what all they eat. And then I use, love using uh, dart spins are awesome because it's just it looks exactly like a creek chub. And you mm. just work everything slow. And uh, I like Ron Z's, like little little four to six inch Ron Z's. You know, just kind of very, I use like a 3,000 size reel. And the best time to go is like on either an incoming tide after low tide because less water, the uh, less area for them to really like cover ground, which is, you know, so it's you kind of like concentrate where the fish are and to catch them is a lot easier so and once we get back into december here uh the first i know the commercial season is going to open up again with a small quota uh will you give the giant fishing another try i know i'm sure phil or somebody out there from team goose is going to be giving it a shot yeah i'll I'll try to hop on a boat a lot of the guys are fishing in rock harbor uh they've they actually all packed up my buddy richie actually packed up his boat uh last night but um there might be a few guys out uh, they're like I'd still hop on with Phil is pretty much done. He's uh, got actually got a, the, a guy going down to drop off the boat down in Florida. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. It'll probably you know fishing uh, still wagon. There's a, it's a good amount of bait on the bank, and so hopefully to, to get a December giant would be great. I've never done that before, so that'd be a lot of fun. Well, with the weather that we've been having, you know, certainly it's been a pretty mild fall. Plenty of weather windows to get out. As I looked out over Cape Cod Bay today, it was glass calm. I probably saw a dozen different boats out there. So from your lips to God's ears, hopefully we still get some great weather here in the month of December. And for folks, one more time, Sam, the COVID-19 sale uh, going on now until when again? Until uh, next Monday. Next Monday, 19%. yeah, five thirty in the shop, and then uh, till midnight on uh, Monday. And nineteen uh, percent off everything in the store at the Goose Hummock down in Orleans, or on the MightyFish.com, which is the website of the Goose. Sam, really appreciate you giving us some of your time. Uh, let me be, hopefully, one of the first to wish you a very happy and healthy Thanksgiving for you and your family. Yes, absolutely. Can't wait. Thanksgiving is my favorite, and uh, thanks for the time, Kevin. Tight lines. Well, up next on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our good buddy Bruno Demir, a proud MFCC member from down at Cape and Islands, Mitsubishi. And Bruno, what a beautiful day before Thanksgiving. It is a beautiful day, Kevin. Hello, everybody. And uh, I am on the Cape, but I'm on the road. I'm actually leaving Cape Cod for the holiday. Where are you headed, my man? So every Thanksgiving... um, I rent this log home, log cabin up in New Hampshire, up by uh, Bretton Woods. And um, it's a really nice, just an absolute textbook style log cabin with the big moose head over the fireplace and the black bear rug on the floor. <laughs> and just, just what you would think of a log cabin in New Hampshire. This is it. And we do it every Thanksgiving. It's kind of our tradition. 
Well, that sounds super relaxing and a great way to spend, you know, some time with the family kind of unplugged away from all the distractions of home life. I think that's sure. a great idea. Exactly. That's the exact, exactly the reason why we do what we do. Well, I'm glad I got you now, Bruno. Uh, I want to let you enjoy your family, but I know you've had a chance to get out on the water since we've last spoken. Uh, give us a little report on tuna. So uh, my last trip was last week. Um, it, it, it was kind of the same thing that's been going on. They're on butterfish, um, and I'm talking more recreational fish. So a lot of folks had a tough time um, um, getting them. So one interesting thing is this time of the year, there is a ton of dolphins. Um, and these dolphins migrate off the, uh, east of Chatham as they move south right in November. And um, and what was happening is you couldn't really get the tuna fish on the troll. You could only get them if you had a center console, you could run and gun for them. Um, but if you could run and gun for them and, and throw some sort of slider or, or a pro tail or something uh, very close to the feed, you could get them up top. Um, but the other difficult problem with that was every time you saw birds and white water, which appeared to be a tuna feed, by the time you got there and ran over there, you, you realized, well, it's, not, it's actually not tuna fish, it's dolphin. And uh, so it was, it, was, it was a tough one. I only know maybe a couple of guys that got them on the top water that were able to cast into them. Um, the only person I know of that actually got one on the troll was uh, member Kyle Wiley, who's a very good tuna fisherman. He was able to get one and made uh, posted some of the uh, locations he got and what he used to catch it. So that was nice of him. If you go on the forums, you can see where he caught it and how he caught it on the troll. Um, but that, that, that's been the bite on the recreational tuna fish. Um, and uh, as you know, December 1st, the commercial season opens back up a giant bluefin tuna with a smaller quota. Bruno, uh, since that's going to open back up on December 1st, I'm assuming you're going to leave the Gavi in a little bit longer and maybe do a couple more trips? Yes, we're going to leave it in for a little bit longer just to see if we get some sort of weather weather pattern that allows us to go try one more time. And I'll probably end up checking out the regal sword and seeing if I can get one last giant. And uh, if it doesn't work out, well, as you know, from uh, what you and I experienced on our trip, the cod fishing is absolutely lights out right now. I hadn't caught a cod, Bruno, in probably well over 10 years, you know, before the trip you and I went on a couple of weeks ago. But you were right. You know, we went out in about 200 feet of water, and we were pretty far out there. And, man, they were thick we certainly did not have trouble limiting out in probably what about 45 minutes to an hour we had you know close to 15 fish yeah it was uh it was fantastic i mean i could tell you every fish that we took home i think was around 26 inches 27 inches and uh which is perfect because it's right under the slot because this year there's a slot on them so you can't keep anything over 28 inches but um, I don't know about you, but when I filleted them, I mean, I, I didn't see any worms in these guys. These guys were pretty, pretty clean, deep water cod that had moved in. I think so. It was fantastic. So it's a great option when you 
get out there on the tuna grounds to, you know, at least come home with uh, a grocery bag of fresh local cod cod, which, you know, let me tell you something, finding local cod, even at a restaurant here on Cape Cod, is very difficult, you know, so... Uh, I truly believe if you want to eat local cod, you got to go out there and get it yourself because you just, you just don't know where it comes from. And one of the interesting things about that trip, Bruno, too, when we were down <laughs> along the bottom, uh, you know, bouncing the jig for the cod, uh, I got a couple mackerel down there as well. So there's still just a ton of bait around. Yeah, there's definitely plenty of bait out there as of last week. I mean, um, one of my buddies that was fishing next to me, at one of those trips I took in the last couple of weeks, tried jigging for a wreck fish. He couldn't get past the mackerel. So what's interesting is you got the butterfish up top with mackerel underneath them. Once tuna fish is zoned in on butterfish, they're not going to want anything else. They just don't care to look at anything else but that. Um, but, you know, historically, as the butterfish stock windows down from you know, all these different predators chewing down on them, they start switching to bigger bait, and that's usually what you want for them to be more aggressively hitting things like, you know, uh, bars if you're trolling. But, you know, it's it's starting to get cold. It's long on the tooth on the season, so we'll see if, uh, if, if they'll stick around. And one thing I wanted to ask you, too, before I let you go, Bruno, is I know you're heading, you know, up north with the family. Uh, what's the deal with the, the dealership uh, for the weekend? Will you guys be open uh, Black Friday and, and for the rest of the weekend? Um, so we're going to be closed uh, early on Wednesday. We'll be closed on Thursday for Thanksgiving. And then on Black Friday, we have a huge sale going on on the new Outlander that I always talk about that. You actually took a ride, and you were pretty impressed by the vehicle. Yeah, but I got I got to sample 3, 000, it. Yeah, there you go. You liked it, right? It's a great-looking vehicle. It rides smooth. It's filled with bells and whistles. It's not you know? just it's not just the ride. It's more the space, you know, that you get out of it. It's huge. To top it off, uh, this Friday, Black Friday, we're giving out $3,000 back to the customer on the purchase of a new Outlander. So... If you're in the market for an SUV that's seven passenger, good on gas, economical and reliable, you owe it to yourself to check one out. Well, that sounds like a, a great offer and an opportunity for folks that are kind of sniffing around, you know, the Cape this weekend. There's, you know, a lot of people in the market for a newer or used car, and there's a lot of guys that are probably in the market for a newer used truck, too, to potentially pull the boat, you know, heading into next year if you're looking to make a purchase of a craft, you know, over the winter to start in the spring. I know you guys got plenty of trucks as well. We sure do. Now, Bruno, before I let you go here, our plan now is to do another podcast in the month of December as we head into Christmas. But we certainly want to wish everybody kind of a happy and healthy Thanksgiving. You and I sit here, you know, and we visit every other week here for a lot of months during the season. I know I'm super grateful to have you, not just as a podcast guest, but as a friend and, and someone to fish with. Um, but we're certainly thankful for all the folks that, you know, take the time out of their schedule to listen to the podcast. And there are thousands, you know, that, that check in with us uh, every other week here that listen to the show. So just wanted to wish you and your beautiful family a happy and healthy Thanksgiving and, and all the listeners as well. 
Hey, thanks, Kevin. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, we're, we're thankful for our listeners because without them, there's no reason for you and I to stay here and talk, right? So uh, thank you to all the members and all, all the listeners and uh, and uh, glad to have you on board and you're welcome to get on the Gaviota whenever you get some free time, Kevin. All right, Bruno, have a very happy Thanksgiving with your family up north and we'll be chatting with you in another couple weeks. You got it, man. We'll see you soon. Tight line. Well, our thanks to proud MFCC member Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi for carving out some time out of his holiday schedule this week to join us here on the podcast. And I just want to give a shout out to all of our guests from today, starting with My Fishing Cape Cod founder and creator Ryan Collins, Sam Mullen from the lovely Goose Hummock down in Orleans, Massachusetts. And last but not least, Bruno Demir from Cape and Islands Mitsubishi. Now, this is a special Thanksgiving edition of the podcast, and I just want to again say, I know you've heard me say it a bunch of times throughout today's show, how thankful I am to have this podcast and to have so many folks that enjoy listening to it. It seems like every year that we do this together, and I think this is eight or nine years we've been going on, the audience just seems to grow. And I hear from more and more people at the MFCC meetups and breakfasts and different events that Ryan has. Looking back to the spring, we had our awesome Cod and Coffee event back in March at Bruno Demir's amazing Cape and Islands Mitsubishi showroom. And that was certainly a great way to start this season. Hopefully we can do something similar next spring as we start the 2023 fishing and podcast season. So we're going to keep producing these podcasts. As I mentioned, this is the Thanksgiving edition. We're going to have a a holiday edition coming up just before the Christmas and New Year's season here in late December. And then as we get into January, I think we're going to ramp back up and start doing some more podcasts as we get ready for the 2023 season. So certainly not goodbye by any stretch from me. I just wanted to take a moment to thank all of you for all the kind words and excellent feedback that you have shared with me, not just this year, but throughout the last decade that we've been doing the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. So I am thankful for my friends and my family and certainly some great food to eat tomorrow, but just wanted to voice that I'm certainly thankful for all of you because as Bruno mentioned, without all of you, there is no podcast. So happy and healthy Thanksgiving to the entire My Fishing Cape Cod family here. Hope everybody gets some time with their loved ones and to enjoy a hot meal tomorrow. And until we chat again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is Kevin Collins signing off. Tight lines and take care. Thanks for tuning in to the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast. For the latest local news, information, and fishing reports, be sure to log on to MyFishingCapeCod.com. From all of us at My Fishing Cape Cod, tight lines and take care.